Welcome to the Future You YouTube sessions. Today's guest is Caroline Rice. She is a high profile coach with over 15 years coaching experience with private clients and major organizations. She co-wrote Start Your Dream Business and Find Your Dream Job, which are available on Amazon. She is the winner of Best Coach in the Best Business Women's Awards for 2017. She is also MD of the Pure Coaching Academy, which is an accredited eight-week life coach training course where she trains people to become world-class coaches. Welcome, Caroline. Thank you, Michelle. Lovely to be here. Thanks for asking me to come on. So the lockdown has thrown our lives into chaos, but has also given us a bit of time to reflect uh, on which bits of our lives maybe we're not quite happy with or we don't want to rush back to. Uh, what would you suggest for someone who's keen to make some changes in their life uh, and they don't know where to start? For example, maybe a career or a side hustle? Yeah, it's a, it's a kind of enforced time for reflection at the moment. And often we don't have that prolonged period of being able to be introspective and to really find out what we want in life. So whether we like it or not, <laughs> we have been confronted with ourselves and our lives and our thoughts, the past, the present and the future. And it can be agonising for some people to have this time to think it through. But I always think in this time of reflection, some great things can come out of it. And um, a lot of people probably do feel I don't really want to go back to the job I had before. I am loving this time, or I'm certainly thinking what I don't want for my future. And it, it's a good time to start thinking about what you do want then. So a very simple tool you could use or starting point would be to just get a piece of paper, do a, a list of what I want. <laughs> I know it sounds really similar, and what I don't want. And usually people find the what I don't want list is very easy to write. I don't want to commute. I don't want to... A psycho boss anymore I don't want annoying colleagues I want more holiday um, that's easy uh, that what I don't want but then what, what do I want and some people really struggle with what I want is um, so I would say first of all think about what your perfect working day would be so maybe you say right I get up I start work at this time do I travel to work do I work from home um, is it local do I and then you really get into the, the, the kind of minute detail is it a small office I work in um, or is it a large corporation? Some people like a large, you know, a modern company. Um, is it a startup? Is it something with values like eco values or charities? Is it fashion and style? And really getting into those nitty gritty. Because when, when you start from, I don't know what I want, you do really, if you start thinking, um, yeah, I would like to work with a small team or I want total independence and have that freedom to make my own choices and be my own manager. Once you start to get write these things down, it does become clearer. Mm -hmm. So I think just, you know, even if, even if you're walking the dog or something, take your phone out and speak your notes into it so you haven't forgotten. So when you come back, because sometimes it's in when we're walking and hanging the washing up or doing the ironing, you suddenly think, oh, I've just had a sudden thought. Well, have, it, have your phone nearby, speak into it and write the notes up later. Because deep down, we do all know what we want. It's just often fear or I can't do that or people won't want me gets in the way, our limiting beliefs. But it's, this could be a fantastic time to sort of jigsaw together all the things you've been thinking of, the, thing, the private little hopes and desires and passions that you've really wanted to get stuck into but you've never really thought you could before now. So I think just really take it easy, start thinking what your perfect working day would be like 
the thing is, once you know what it is, it will find you as much as you finding it. So for example, if I said to you, um, go, go along the beach, if you're allowed to go along the beach, <laughs> and pick up every purple stone you see, you'd say, there are no purple, purple stones on this beach. But if now you've decided, okay, come back in an hour with a bucket, you might have six or seven purple stones that you found because your eye is now looking for what it wants. So that's what happens when you start to sit down. You think, this is what I'm now looking for. So you start looking in agencies or on online uh, job, job websites. You can now see it because you've decided this is what I want. Does that make sense? You've got the focus now. Yeah, it gives you some clarity, basically. Yes. And yeah. I guess then you can fine tune it um, once you yeah. do know sort of what it is you want. I guess it's a bit of brainstorming, isn't it? Yeah, it's brainstorming. Not much yeah. pressure on yourself to think you're just doing a bit of brainstorming. Yeah, but I also think really have fun with it. It doesn't have to be, yeah. oh, I, want, I just want to work in an office. It can be, no, I want these sort of tasks to do each day. I want to come home from work and say, I did this. I want to make a difference. Yeah. I want to work with really fun people. You could really, that level of detail is really important. So when you go for a job interview, you're able to say, I really would love to work like this. And you're more likely to get a good match that way. And of course, the same with the side hustle. Start looking at businesses and websites that you particularly admire. Instagram, mm. Instagram businesses that you like. Maybe all the signs are out there. This could be a possible direction for you as well. Did you say now you've done this amazing list, you've worked out what you want, would like to do or a side hustle. Um, how do you go about starting and getting on with that? Well, I, well, everyone's probably heard now of a vision board. It's something that years ago when I started out as a coach, no one really knew what a vision board was. And e even men, I know it sounds really even men, you, you might think don't want to get a pair of scissors out and some magazines. I, I find the guys really do amazing vision boards because they're not used to doing that kind of practical crafting type thing so basically with a vision board you get loads of magazines it doesn't have to be like fabulous magazines like vogue or l or any magazines in fact the less lifestyle the better because otherwise oh yeah lovely beach i want that um go through and just put some soft music on and just tear out all the pictures words images people health well-being homes material things that you love and, and put a pile of them to one side, get a big sheet of paper and start to stick them down. You can lay them down first, the order they want to go in this and have a look because this is your subconscious telling you um, what you want. If you have a visual representation of it rather than a sort of a foggy idea, you can look at it and you can think, this is exactly what I want now. These images are pulling me forward. So that gives you a kind of a nice goal each day to look at. What am I doing to help me get there? So I think that's a good first step is doing the vision board to make it clearer in your mind. The other thing I always suggest to people is there's some really brilliant like one day courses, downloadable courses. If you're thinking I want to make sourdough for the rest of my life, then go on a day's baking course or something or learn how, and, and you know, you're not having to buy a whole bakery. You're just simply sampling what it would be like. Um, there's, a, there's a cafe course you can go on, how to run a cafe, how to, how to run a successful cafe, a one day course. There's so many mini courses you can do without saying, right, I'm gonna completely give up the day job and spend all, every penny I've got on this new business. It gives you a chance to dip in. If nothing else, you'll come out being able to make great bread or know, know, the, <laughs> know the cost price of a cappuccino at the end of it. But 
it's like you can test the water without having to make a huge investment you know? and it's interesting the guardian do loads and loads of mini workshops as well and there's lots as i said lots and lots of downloadables you could do just to see is this the world i want to work in yeah so almost you just get started in it really take action yeah take action and, and experience it and talk to people who are in that world because they'll give you the very frank uh you know inside uh information like it's not as easy as you think you're on your legs all day you're on your feet all day it's hard but we love it um through to um yeah it's you know it's the best thing i've ever done so you, you need to sort of learn um from the professionals really the same with the other great one is like farmers markets and craft markets chat with when we're allowed to go to these things again chat, <laughs> chat to people and say like how did you make soap how do you just suddenly make soap or how did you make this amazing vintage thing or how did you get into what well, they'll tell you they don't just wake up one day and make soap they studied they had a look at they invested find out the how from other people and that will give you an insight as to what your how might be what if someone has this great idea they've done the list they're really excited but there's something there's a voice in their head saying i'm not ready yet mm -hmm. what would you suggest for them well we 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 all have that voice and it's it's called fear it's called procrastination it's called avoidance it's called i'm scared you know um and if it helps i mean i'm i'm not, i'm no spring chicken every week i wake up and think oh gosh there's something i've got to do this week that fills me with dread and we're all slightly out of our comfort zone and i think we should be a bit because if you're just flatlining you're plateauing in your life you should have little things that are a little bit scary um life is like that we have to take risks so i would have a word with that voice that says i'm not ready yet and i would say to it is it fear that i'm talk that is talking to me now in which case i'll never be ready is it that um, I really, really don't know what I'm doing, in which case I need to get some advice or a mentor or a coach or speak to someone who does know? Or, but here's the thing, Michelle, there's never a right time. We're never ready 100%. You know, it's never like oh, Venus is aligning with Mars. This is the day I must do this. No, it's never going to be a day where the stars say this is the perfect day. It's never going to be the perfect weather. The per I've got enough money in the bank, feeling it. Just do it. <laughs> because it's never the right time it really isn't you wait and wait and wait another month another year's gone it's never the right time but you can make the time right by just taking a step um and i think don't put off if you really want it overcome the fear talk to a coach speak to a good friend uh, and say that i really want to do it but i'm terrified of failing or what will people say well if it helps everyone has that as well but you've got to your dream has got to be bigger than your fears and I guess what you don't want to do is think in five years time, you know, will I have those regrets, you know, and I guess that's a good question to ask yourself, isn't it? You know, if you, you know, if you have, if you think yes, then I guess, why not go for it? Absolutely. That's a really good point. Um, I said to someone the other day, a client, uh, okay, well, you're going through such hell with this thing. Just don't do it then. But here, here, as your coach, let me tell you, why are you putting yourself through this agony? Should we just not do this? And she, I said, let's just leave it have a comfortable life don't, don't put yourself through this how does that feel so no i really want to do it I said, there you are then so you don't want to live with the regret of oh if only i had because you know when you get older and you're sort of lying on the sofa or in your nursing home you'll think gosh i really wish i'd not bothered with that fear thing and just done it because yeah. as you get older your confidence increases anyway 
Um, so just ask yourself, will I regret not doing this? You're right. If I run the film of I've done it and well, it's pretty good. Or I run the film of I stay exactly the same. Which one do you want to see? Yeah. Sometimes, Michelle, it's entirely okay to say, actually, I'm really not up for it. I'm yeah. really, um, it's too, too big for me. And that's okay too. You know? So letting go of that dream. Well, yeah, it's a horrible thought though. So yeah. <laughs> let go of that dream. <laughs> so you've, you've now got over your fear of failure and you're ready for it. Um, what are some of the pitfalls you might encounter starting out on your journey? I think, uh, well, we all start our journey with incredible amounts of enthusiasm and energy. And that's almost like being the person on, if you've ever, you're a runner, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. It's like if you've ever done like a half marathon, the worst thing you can do is run as fast as you can as soon as they say go. That's the worst thing you can do because you know, halfway in, you're gonna be like, oh. um, you've got to pace, you've got to pace yourself, you know. It's like, and then you are, and if you're the turtle, like I am, you overtake all the hairs you bolted, and you think, well, actually, I've got a lot, of I've got a lot of petrol in my tank for the long run, not the quick burst at the beginning because that's all very good and that gets you going but remember business isn't like a to z it's like this up and down up and down round and round and round so you've got to have the energy for the long haul and that means being patient um being realistic on the progress that can be achieved thinking right three month plan six month plan 18 months from now what will what do we expect and i think is patience um managing your expectations of your progress because because it's not going as fast as you want doesn't mean to say it's not going to be a success it's just it's taking a long time it all takes a long time and instant results are not the thing really um, so i think that's the main thing i'd say be patient be resilient be determined but play the long game here it's a it's a it's a yeah it's a long it's a long run so don't blow it all in the first few months you know <laughs> Yeah, I guess if you love it too, then you will keep going, you know, yes. you'll keep pushing yes. yourself as well. Yeah. And I guess a lot of people talk about setting your why for a business. Why is that important to do that? Because, that, yeah, because when you get up in the morning, if you know why you're doing what you're doing, it adds meaning and purpose to everything you're doing. So it pulls you forward like a golden carrot. Um, if you lose the why, why am I doing this? And then it becomes a sort of a hamster wheel. I, I don't even know why I'm doing this. It's all a bit meaningless. It's a bit drudgery and, you know, it's another boring day. The why is your vision board, which I have, over, I'm doing this because it's over, <laughs> over my PC here. When I'm having a moment where I might want to look at the Bowdoin catalogue, you know, what John Lewis has got in, I look up and think, no, that's my why. Is, is me surfing the sales? going to get me to that no so what do i need to do today that is going to get me a bit closer to my vision um the smallest step is the you know can help you with the why taking the reason i'm doing this is because i want that and that is my why so yeah and, and working with the end goal in sight um imagining the end the finish line um, this is what i want to achieve that is your why and i guess if you've done a bit of a clear amazing vision board you'll know what exactly what that goal looks like so therefore you will be driving quite clearly towards it absolutely i'd also add um make sure you've got really good supportive people around you and it's not necessarily and i don't mean to be mean family and friends because they they're more concerned about you like oh, are you sure you should be doing this isn't it could you waste money are you wasting so that's family and friends they, they love you and they're cautious for you 
try and get into some kind of business startups uh, support group, networking group who all, who all have big dreams, who can share best practice, who can tell you the best web designers or marketeers or suppliers or whatever. Um, that those are the people who will keep the dream alive with you. They can support you best, not always family and friends who are naturally cautious for you. Yeah, yeah, it makes sense because they're a bit more honest as well. And also, I guess you're, they're going through the same thing you're going through so they can understand a bit better and drive sure. you forward. Sure. Yeah. Absolutely. So find your, find your tribe, they say, don't they? Yeah, yeah, supportive tribe. Yeah. Um, so I guess if you've set, uh, you mentioned about goals, which I just want to uh, draw on a bit more. Why is goals sort of, why is goal setting important? And, you know, why is it important to not just have the big goal, but smaller steps, as you mentioned? I think the smaller steps are kind of landmarks on your journey and they do help pull you forward. Um, and it could be say like in six months, we would like to have come this far. Um, but I would say one thing about goals, don't let them become toxic. And what I mean by that is, you want it so much, it's so set in stone that it starts to become a burden. So you think, oh, I've really got to get this. And it becomes a really tense, uh, despairing type of goal. Like, oh, I'm not hitting my targets. I'm not getting there. The goal should be light and joyful. It's like holding a little bird in your hand. This is my delightful dream. You don't want to crush it or frighten it away. So enjoy the journey. The, the goal is great. But the journey is your life. So you can't just say, oh, I'll be happy when five years time. You can't put happiness on hold. I'll be happy when you know, I've made money, I've got the house, I've got the big business. The, the journey is about the happiness too. The journey is as much as, as what is important, it's your life. So make the journey as, as desirable, fun, adventurous, entertaining, learning, all the things that you'll get, and as compelling as the goal. Um, because it would be a really bad victory if you got to your goal and you were burnt out, you've got no friends because you've been devoted to work, your relationship's falling apart, you're not feeling very well. Yeah, but I've got big business. Oh, <laughs> oh but I feel so ill, I can't go on holiday and I need, you know, I've got to see the doctor and my blood pressure's up here. Uh, the, goal, the goal is there to inspire you, but the journey is your life. And that's got to be as, as delightful and full and, and colourful as the goal itself. I guess so setting little little treats along the way maybe to once you get these small goals reward yourself a little bit you know give yourself a treat say yeah well done you got there you know yeah a nice chandelier for your office or yeah. books or new shelving and hey, my business is really coming together really sort of you know yeah reward yourself invest in in yourself and your business and your, your, your goals and i guess also it's letting go of, you know if you do maybe come to a hurdle you know, you've got to look at it in a different perspective. It's about learning and growing rather than, oh, it's, it's a failure. You're switching that mindset a bit. Absolutely. I mean, if you, if you read any of the um, biographies of the autobiographies of famous business people, they had dreadful downtimes. And, you know, Steve Jobs, it wasn't just a, you know, a rocket light journey to success. He, he, I mean, he, didn't he get fired by Apple? Didn't they lay him off and he had to come back? I mean, dreadful things. And the same with uh, Richard Branson, enormous financial failures, business failures, but it's the bounce back ability that they had to not let it bring them down, to keep going. So I think be inspired by other people's journeys. It's never linear, It's all, but you learn from that the downs and you think well that's not that's not failure that's just a bit of learning yeah <laughs> it might feel like a failure but you could say well 
okay, what can I learn? What can I do differently? Takeaways. And I guess also we only see the successes of these people that are up there and we don't see their little pitfalls, do we? So it's good to remember they do have them as well and there will be them, but switch your yeah. mind about it. Yeah. yeah. Well, and yet no one, nobody has overnight success. They really don't, unless you win the lottery, that's it. You know, there's one person who wins the lottery and who, that's, that's not worked for. Also, um, learning how to build your dream um, is part of the dream. You've got to learn how to attract clients, how to close a sale, how to charge what you're worth, how to price up your stock or what is it your service. This is um, part of the journey. You can't just leap from A to Z. The learning is how you create a successful business. I guess you grow with the business. So when you get to the next level, you're ready for that, aren't you? Absolutely, yes. Yeah, and get as much support as you can. Learn from other people, I think, is the key. Yeah. So how can working with a coach potentially help you with these with goals that you may have set for yourself? Well, of course, I would say, <laughs> of course, I would say it's essential that you work with a coach. But, I, you know, I, um, well, you know, the best sporting athletes in the world, the tennis players, the gold medalists, all have a specialist coach working with them to show them how to play the best game, to serve a tennis ball in the side. And the coach will be looking at their skills and innate abilities to make them the very best sports person they can be. And a life coach does that for you as well. So basically having an external career professional coach to come and look at how you're playing your game in your life and being able to help you perfect it, reach your potential, get over the limiting beliefs that are getting in the way and keep you on track with accountability strategies to move you forward is the great investment here. Because left on our own, I mean, all coaches have coaches, you know, you've, had a, you've worked with coaches, um, because none of us have got to them. I'm, I'm, work, I'm nearly there. No one's there. We're always learning. So a coach can help you develop, learn, play your best game, um, be your best self, play to your strengths so it doesn't feel like you're trying to be someone else, and hold you accountable. I mean, it's like Weight Watchers. Why would anyone go to Weight Watchers when we all know what foods make us fat? And if you exercise a bit more, you lose weight. But the reason Weight Washers works is you're accountable. You go there, you're weighed in, you're, you get cheerleaded. Um, and uh, so I'll just turn my phone off, it's ringing in the background. You, you get support, you know you're going to be weighed, so you're more likely to double, oh, should I eat this chocolate thing or I'm going to Weight Washers next week. So the coach is a similar, similar sort of um, agent in your life in that they're there to support you. You're going to see your coach next week, so of course I'd better do the work. And if, we, if we're left to it on our own, it's like, oh, I will eat the chocolate biscuit then. I won't do the work. I will leave another week. And that's what happens. We, we do get a bit lazy with ourselves and put things off. So the coach is there to push you forward in a, in a really good way. And it feels empowering. You know? It doesn't feel like hard work. It feels good. I want to do this. And I guess if you have these... Um these things I feel of fear of failure it's how, how will a coach help you with those sort of things the blocks that you come to it would be if I was coaching someone who said uh, that they have fear of failure we do the things we said earlier what if you didn't risk this mm -hmm. 
what if this was your heart speaking now, not your logical, the heart and the mind have two different conversations. Like I really, really want this. The brain's going, oh really? You know, what about the, your bank account? You know, but my heart, yeah, but the brain's saying, be careful. So it'd be like, let's have, let's have a proper conversation with what's going on here. The coach is able to help you get clarity help you overcome the, comfort, uh, the, the fear and give you confidence. Because really, all those negative thoughts are just your brain trying to protect you from potential harm. So the coach is trying to say, what if there was nothing on the horizon that's harmful? What if we take one step at a time and walk, walk towards it and find that there isn't anything that's standing in your way? So that's, you know, that's how coaches help eliminate the fear. Um, it's all fear, really, at the end of the day that holds us back. And again, it's nice to know that if, if you do have someone there to support you, when you do they get these blocks, they'll help encourage you through them in a way, and then you will build your confidence and then the next level to the next level to the next level. Well, yeah, I was working with a client yesterday, and she said, I think the reason I've been um, having trouble with things in my career is I'm quite rebellious. And, she was, and I said, in what way? And she said, well, I do things differently. And I, like, I said, you're making that sound like it's a bad thing. That sounds brilliant to be rebellious. You're creative, you don't go with the flow, you're your own person. She went, oh, thank you for reframing that. I like it now. And I, I, she was saying, I thought that was a problem. And no, it's strength that yeah. you are able to do your own thing and you stand up for yourself and you're an individual. So the coach helps you turn bad thoughts um, into potential good ones, or let's see what might be a different meaning to the word you're holding on to or the thought you're holding on to here. Perhaps it's a good thing that it didn't work out this way. This is another path ready for you. Who hasn't gone for a job and didn't get it and think, oh, that's the worst thing that's ever happened to me. Three weeks later, get a job and you think, oh, thank goodness I didn't get that one a few weeks ago because that, that would have been dreadful. The same with houses. Oh, the house fell through. I didn't get the flat I wanted. Oh, but look, what's, look where you're living now. Imagine if you live there, have you seen the neighbourhood? <laughs> it's like... Oh yeah. So you know, not, sometimes I just think there's a, if that doesn't work out, there's a reason, and just be philosophical about that because maybe something better is coming along. Well, and I actually always thought I wasn't confident when I'm working with a coach. I realised that it wasn't that I wasn't confident. It was just I, I've been pushing myself, and every time I get to a new situation, I I think oh I, I'm not confident. It's it's actually only because I'm trying to push myself to grow. And actually, that's how you normally feel when you're doing something that's out of your comfort. So it's nice for me to have reframed that whole way of thinking. Yeah, because I think you, therefore you were probably thinking, is there something wrong with me? Um, mm. And it wasn't. It was that you're actually quite brave. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was nice to have that reframe. I thought, oh, yeah, okay, maybe it isn't that. And I've always just been telling myself this constant, I'm not confident, I'm not confident. And actually it wasn't that. So it's, that's really nice to have that reframe. Great. Well, you learned a lot there from your coach. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Push yourself. <laughs> Push yourself. And, and, and they call it flipping the script. What, what might be the reverse of this? So rebelliousness, bad thing. Rebellious, actually, pretty good thing. Yeah. You know, some of the most amazing people in the world have done things differently. Yeah. Were rebellious and thought, no, I want, I want it this way. And then we all follow them and say, aren't they great? But they were rebellious. That's so not a bad thing. Yeah, absolutely. That's a stand up from the crowd, isn't it? Yes, absolutely. But she was living with, it's a bad thing that I am this way, that her husband said the trouble with you is, her previous employer said the trouble with you is, and she's like, oh, I'm this and it's bad. But no, actually, what if it was a good thing? Yeah. Use it for her strength rather than, yeah. Yes, absolutely. But we don't see it ourselves. We yeah. 
need a, like a neutral person like a coach to point it out to us yeah or a really good best friend obviously yeah who's, who's honest yeah. <laughs> yeah. oh well, thank you so much caroline there's so many great tips in there good thank really really helpful me. yeah it's been um, lovely to talk to you michelle yeah so thank you for your time and for those who are interested i'll leave details below uh for anyone who's interested in booking with caroline for a, a coaching session Oh, that'd be great. Thank you, Michelle. Have a lovely day and uh, remember to keep the dream alive. Oh, thank you so much. <laughs> You're welcome. Take care. Bye. Bye.